Hello everybody, welcome back to a new episode. Today we're going to go over some simple concepts of idolatry. Um, if I sound weird, I'm using uh, new earbuds. Um, walking around my house a bit. <laughs> and uh, at the same time trying to, uh, to cook some stuff. So, yeah, as you guys can understand, uh, I, I do live like a normal human. <laughs> um, that said, I'm not trying to say I'm more than a, a person. I'm just, you know, making a joke. Some people tend to take things a little too seriously. So, what I'm going to talk about based on idolatry is the the concept of what materialism is materialism for the lack of a better term you know without like going through this whole definition is basically having materials you know having things in your house and actually wanting more things this also has been led to certain mental disorders such as hoarding and stuff now there's been contacts and glimpses of people that look at hoarding as a, um, a means of uh, being lazy, stuff like that. And trust me, I've been in the skepticism of hoarding disorder. Um, but coming from a psychology background and, uh, and understanding how certain people's minds can work, we see that it's not so much just the psychology behind the sentimental value. It's the psychology that people want things because it makes them feel good for that instant gratification. It's kind of like when you go to the grocery store or you go to Walmart and you buy yourself a new TV and the next day, you know, you're watching the TV, you're having a good time, but you have to go to the store again, you know. And there's nothing in the store that you want to get or whatever you want to get is technically sold out right so we look at this and we have to see do we leave the store buying nothing save our money for the next day or do we buy something and this comes down to a a look into what we we established today as they want something for that gratification. Now me, I will say that I'm a little guilty of this because I get thirsty very frequently. And um, so a lot of times if I go to a store or something, I'm always buying a drink, no matter where. You know, it's like I'll go buy a soda or I'll buy a bottle of water, something along those lines. So I have something to drink. Not so much as a means to have something, but more of a means to make my body feel better, have a, um, you know, health, survival, things like that. So what, um, how is materialism idolatry? Well. The thing is, is that a lot of people today want things to want things. 
you know. For example, um, there's people that have cars but want nicer cars, right? And there's some people that hold a significant value to specific cars. For me, my dream car is a 1970 Pontiac GTO Judge Edition. You know, am I ever going to go get one? Probably not. Even if it was offered to me really cheap, I probably wouldn't get it. Why? Because I don't need it. You know? Um... It's one more thing that I'm going to have to take care of. It's one more thing I'm going to need to fix if something goes wrong. It could be something with money, you know. And that's another big thing is money has always been a huge concept with people. Why do people worship money? And when we have people that worship money, uh, a big, cons uh, a big cons construct of money is that we need it to survive so why do you, why does money have to be idolized if we need it to survive because that's the way society has put things they put a value on things but people don't want money to survive anymore they want money because they don't want to work anymore they want money so they can have everything they could have ever imagined in this world and this is a good understanding of, for example, the lottery. Over here, um, our lottery, nobody won it. And it's up to, I think, like $1.1 billion, something like that, right? Now... Can you imagine the money, you know, if you won $1.1 billion? We look at it and we understand that if we have $1.1 billion, you guys could go buy, I could buy that Pontiac that I wanted. I could buy, you know, a house, you know. I could, uh, you know, buy my mom a Cadillac Escalade. You know, that has a built-in back massager or something, you know. Um, everybody has like a dream where some people might want to have a yacht where they can go out and fish all day and just be away from everybody. Other people would want a house secluded from everybody in the world. Other people would want to move or travel the world. These are all understanding, you know. Now... I don't play the lottery myself. I don't really gamble or anything. The only time I've ever really gambled was for like pennies and quarters when I was younger. And uh, it was just mainly in, mainly family that played. We'd toss a quarter in and play a card game, you know, and that was it. I don't gamble myself. Like I don't go to a casino. I've actually never been to a casino. Um, I think my state actually passed a law a couple of years ago where we're actually able to have casinos in my state now. Um, so, it's interesting because I grew up learning how to gamble on stuff. My 
grandfather taught me um, poker games, you know. Uh, he had a little poker machine that he'd play, and uh, the poker machine he'd play and everything, um, you know, I would play that as well. It was just a simple little, you know, five-card draw thing. But, again, it was his video game that he would play when he was bored. Today, we have smartphones and everything. My grandfather never held on to anything material that he looked at as something that he needed, you know? Anything that he needed, he would get. Anything that was anything else, he could go to anywhere. But my grandmother, on the other hand, was a person that would have to buy something all the time. Now, I'm not saying that that's idolatry. Idolatry is worshipping or looking at something with a higher perceived value or looking at something that is higher than God or worshipping something, you know, as a God. So why is materialism and idolatry, why am I paralleling them? Why am I putting an equal stance to them? And this goes back to the, the Bible where Jesus said to the rich man, if you wish to be perfect, sell all your things, give to the charity, and follow me. So, we go back to gambling. We go back to all of this stuff that we have today. The cell phone that I'm talking to you on. The, um, the you know, this house that I'm in. My dog that's confused and wondering what's going on. Isn't that right, bud? Yeah. Um, you know, everything that we have in the house serves a purpose. And the purpose is, is cabinets to hold dishes, you know, drawers to hold the kitchen utensils. We got microwave to cook food, stove to cook food, um, a table, you know. But then when we look at computers and stuff, do we really need computers this day and age? Well, as technology advances, everything's going to the internet. As everything goes to the internet, we need it to apply for jobs now. It's not so much that we're worshiping these things, but we're using it more than we're using God's word. So, how does that pertain to idolatry? Well, what's more important, your Bible or your computer? And then you're going to have people saying, oh, well, I read the Bible on my computer. That's great. You know, if you don't have a book or you need a computer to read the Bible because you can't zoom in enough or you have bad eyesight or something, that's understandable. But the perceived notion of the majority of people that are on a computer are not looking up the Bible. They're not looking up anything to do with that. They're either going on YouTube while eating taquitos or takis and watching either a bunch of people play video games, listening to music videos, or watching something to do with cooking. Or funny cat videos. <laughs> um, 
even when I'm on the computer, uh, a good portion of my time is dealt with research. Um, you know, I have access to numerous books, um, different catalogs and different things that I use to reference and understand where the Bible's coming from and the parallels to the ancient civilizations that the Hebrews would dwell in, such as, um, you know, we, we'll look at, uh, you know, we look at Babylon, Samaria, Persia, the Akkadian Empire, um, the Assyrians. You know, when we look at all these different civilizations, nobody knows much about them. We know what the Bible says, but we don't know their culture. We know a little bit about their gods. We know a little bit about what they believe, what they believed. But the, the Bible explains if anybody was veering... Anybody, um, any Israelite was veering into their culture, you know, it was a bad thing. So we, um, we see, like, when the Israelites were kind of reverting back to idolatry and, you know, looking at Canaanites and stuff like that, as much as, like, uh, Solomon being a syncretist, we understand, we, um, Solomon, uh, Solomon's was doing something bad, Right? He had a person that worshipped uh, Baal, and as she, uh, as his wife was worshipping Baal, you know, he did it too, you know? But he's like, I love my God and I love her God, but I love my God more, but it's still, you know? And this is where we go back to the Ten Commandments, you know, where it says, you should have no other gods before my, me. So, when we go into the Hebrew word in before... We have to actually see. Now, Hebrew has multiple different names for their, like, different meanings for their words. The one that comes out for the Ten Commandments is above, upon, before, and those notions. So, Solomon being a syncretist, we understand that there was two conflicts to that. And when we understand the, the old testament the ten commandments the the meaning is do not have any gods above before you know basically god is saying don't have anybody above me right and when they reference gods in you shall have no other gods before me the term is elohim right and a lot of people use elohim as the biblical god you know as a, a reference to him the interesting thing is that Elohim in Hebrew is both a singular and a plural, um, you know, word. So it can mean multiple or it can mean one. And it's the same thing as Allah. Allah is actually very interesting is because the main concept of the, the narrative of um, Islam is... Allah is one. God is one, you know. But Allah itself in the word is plural, kind of like a we. So the way that the, the Muslim um, society uh, commune that is it means the royal we. It means like if you're a king, you'll say we did this, but they're really meaning a singular. And that's also the same aspect of Elohim. It would be like that. That's how they're trying to paraphrase it. So, 
when people are using Elohim, there's no other gods before him. You can't use anybody, any other ones, any other plural gods that would go before him. Now, the question is, is before. Again, like I said, you can't put them above or anything. But before can also be a, a stand-in for, you cannot put a god before me. You cannot say, come to me and say, well, I worshipped you as my god, but I also worshipped uh, Baal. You know. This is where Solomon had to correct himself. And Solomon did eventually correct himself, as you read. Especially in, on a lot of the books of Proverbs. So, why is this notion on materialism and everything um, veering off course? Well, materialism and an idolatry. How many people have you, have you heard said, I love my iPhone. Oh, I need to get the new iPhone. I'm totally going to get this. I need to have this in my life. These are all synopsises or um, these are all accredited to people loving things. And God, uh, Jesus said, you cannot worship two masters, for one will worship uh, one over the other. The same thing Solomon did. And even though Solomon said that he loves his God more, the concept was still there. So what exactly was the concept behind it, right? That's what we're all wondering. The concept is, is in that verse, too, they said you cannot worship mammon. Mammon is um, the equivalent of money, right? You cannot worship money and God because you'll put one over the other. And a lot of people want to have money. Now, a lot of people have good intentions with money. I know if I won the lottery i don't play it but if i did um i know if i was to personally win the lottery or came across a lot of money or my family would they'd be taking care of their expenses their family and i know that my mom wants to start a nonprofit to help out a lot of people um both uh, for financial and other reasons um, financial and transportation and food so we look at this and we, we we see that some people have a good heart you know and I'm pretty sure that the majority of people listening to this would have the same concept if they want a lot of money they'd want to share it and help it help out other people if I won money I'd want to start a ministry where I could go to other countries, you know, ones that have never heard the gospel or ones that completely um, prohibit the, the Bible itself. There's a reason is because I think everybody needs to hear these things. And with the amount of false information and false, you know, giving of information that there's a, a really bad construct of this you know we see in the bible um during the death of abraham that ishmael 
and Isaac kind of unite together to bury their father, you know? And it shows you that Ishmael still loved Abraham. And the Muslims say that they are the sons of Ishmael, you know, that they're, they're the descendants from them. And if that is, in fact, true, that the Muslims are that, right? And we look at the Israelites being from Isaac, and then we look at the Gentiles as the non-Jews itself, you know, we, you know, we look in as Christians to see. Jesus was the Messiah that was supposed to come for Israel. The salvation was accepted not just for Israel, but for the world, right? The Muslims accept Jesus as the Messiah, but they don't accept him as part of a trinity. And that's where we have a lot of um, problems um, going on. So, what I do relate to, and what I am trying to explain, is that there's so many people that need to be united in Christ and in the gospel. And by that, I'm not saying the Trinity is in the Bible as in, as in the Word, but the doctrine itself, you know, um, does explain it. Um, so, going by what uh, I explained and belief and everything like that, what I'm saying is, put the Bible before anything else. Read your Bible. Don't read, you know, the news. Don't read anything like that. You know, try to put God's Word before everything else so you can understand what is being seen in the world today. Don't idolize anything above it. Don't put any materials above it. The Bible is the thing that you need to read. And from that, I'll uh, wish you guys a blessed day. God bless and have a great um, rest of your week. I'll try to put a new episode out as soon as possible. Thank you.